This is the She Runs the Show podcast with Cassandra Vaughn, episode 97, the solo series. I don't know what you heard, but <laughs> yeah, she runs the show. Hello, hello everybody, Cassandra Von Worsley here. So, episode 97, I'm getting back into the groove of doing She Runs the Show, which feels pretty amazing. Uh, it is also 3 o'clock in the morning, and I just had a brownie, so I always feel amazing when I have brownies. <laughs> um, welcome everybody to the show. I want to talk today, this is a topic that I wasn't planning on doing, and it came to me about a couple hours ago in my sleep, and so I had to just get up and get this out there. And I'm talking today in episode number 97, we're almost to 100 episodes, by the way, I'm talking about how to turn pain into power. And it's funny that this is the topic, not funny, but it's it's synchronicity that this is the topic that came into my heart and into my mind while I slept, because I'm in the process of rewriting a book that I wrote 10 years ago called Not Built to be Broken. And chapter two is called brokenness comes from separateness. And I hadn't really looked at chapter two in it in a long while. I'm editing different parts of the book and, and getting it ready to put on Amazon this week. But it's funny that when I woke up at two o'clock in the morning and I decided to record this interview, not interview, this podcast episode, that what I turned to is chapter two. And what I'm going to do before we really dive into how do you turn your pain into power is I'm going to read to you part of chapter two. And I think a lot of that is going to answer that question because I know that I've talked to a number of my friends. Um, I've thought about the last 12 months of my life and I realized that 2017 has been a year of immense transformation. And the, the great thing about transformation is that through transformation, we become more of who we really are. The sucky thing about transformation, especially when it's both personal and business, and for me, it's been both, is you you have to go through the cocoon stage to get to the butterfly season. And if you know anything about caterpillars, they literally go in that cocoon and they die to themselves as they've known themselves. So it isn't an easy process. It isn't a simple process. It's a necessary one. And so this episode is for anybody listening who has had a year of trials and tribulations and major changes and ups and downs. And you're just at the end of 2017 and you're going, this has really sucked. <laughs> this year has been tough. And I want to just assure you that we go through the things that grow us and we go through the things that we need to. And pain may be a part of the journey, but it doesn't have to be a prison sentence. It doesn't have to be a place that you live. It doesn't have to be the thing that keeps you down. And so let's, let's talk about when you're facing the end of a year and the beginning of a new year, if this year wasn't what you hoped for, wasn't what you planned, or or maybe it was in some ways, but then in not in other ways. It's life, right? It's that roller coaster ride. How do you take the pain of anything, whether it's a loss in business, loss of clients, loss of, you know, market share, loss of profitability? I mean, some people have had to close their businesses this year. Some people have started a business and, and got all of this funding only to realize that it's not gonna work. I mean, we all go through different phases in life and business. And the question becomes, how do you take the pain and turn that into power? So I'm going to read to you 
part of Not Built to Be Broken, the book that I'm I'm currently rewriting and will have on Amazon next week. So chapter two, like I said, is called Brokenness Comes from Separateness. And this is this is my 29-year-old self-writing. So 10 years ago, I wrote this, but here's what I said in chapter two. There's no such thing as a broken heart. Hearts don't break. They beat, they stop, they falter, but they don't break. When someone says, my heart is broken, what they're really saying is, I feel shattered. I feel broken. I'm in so much pain, I can't imagine feeling more than I feel right now. We give so much power to a broken heart when the truth is, nobody has the ability to break your heart. There will be people and experiences that shatter you. There will be moments when you emotionally fall down and wonder if you'll be able to get back up. It's in those moments that you come face to face with who you really are. What picks up the pieces of your life is not a physical strength. It's a spiritual tenacity. It's something within you that won't let you fall apart. It's in that moment that you know that there is, there isn't one part of you that can be broken. You can rise from the ashes of your life, burned clean renewed, and ready to begin again. There are those who prefer to live in brokenness. Their stories of pain and heartbreak are like old friends or a comfortable dingy bathrobe that they refuse to throw away. They can tell the story of their loss and tragedy in their sleep. In fact, these people will tell anyone and everyone how bad their lives have been. The goal seemingly is sympathy, but that's not really the goal. The true goal of living in a broken state is comfort. When you're broken, you don't have to take responsibility for your pain. You don't have to face your role in your experience of life. You can outsource your pain to other people. You can blame life for your losses. You can live in a world of victimhood, and for some, that's where they spend the rest of their lives, being totally separate from who they really are, knowing only what it feels to be broken, and never claiming the reality of what it means to be whole. Life is relational. We experience ourselves through each other. We don't like to hear that. We don't like to hear that what one person does affects all of us. It's nice to live in the fantasy that only what I do counts in my life. There's less ownership that way. There's more isolation that way. If my life doesn't depend on yours, then I don't have to own me not living up to being all of who I am because it's only me that pays for my lack of development. But if my life directly affects yours, if we're really all one, then everything I do and everything you do counts. We're interwoven together and I can't close my eyes to your suffering or your pain or even your joy because what you live is my life too. How scary a thought is that? We've spent far too long turning a blind eye to other people's pain. We've spent much too much time living in our own brokenness, imagining our own separation because it's safer that way. There comes a moment when you realize that you are no different from anyone else, and not in a bad way. It's a glorious thing to know, because if we are no different, then I have to be as invested in you living your dreams as I am in me living my own. I can't give up on myself, because giving up on me means I've also given up on you. Sometimes we don't want to see other people's pain as a direct connection to ourselves, because if we do, it makes them human. It's not as easy to blame or villainize a person who you are deeply connected to. When you take the rose-tinted glasses off and you see people for who they really are, it's not as simple as blaming them for their actions. They now exist in a world that is tied to your well-being. 
Their mistakes play an instrumental part in your triumph, and it's no longer as simple as saying, I'll never forgive them for this. When you realize that every single person comes into your life for a reason, and every single person leaves your life for a reason, it's not possible to continue to view them as separate and unequal, because now they have a major role in the story of your life that can't be reduced to what they did, said, or even who they are. You can make pain about being broken, or you can see pain as being a lesson and the people who contribute to it as being your teachers. No matter how you look at it, there's an investment in brokenness that will never give you a return. You're infinite, unlimited, and you never run out of chances to change your life. If that's true, you can't possibly be broken by anything. No matter how bad the situation seems, no matter how grim the outlook appears, you weren't built to be broken. You were created to be free, and if pain is your prison, you are the jailer. No one else but you can do that. And that's just a, the beginning of my chapter two, Not Built to be Broken, and it's called Brokenness Comes from Separateness. But I want to I sit there because a lot of people spend decades in a lot of pain, pain from the past, pain from the present, pain from losses, pain from... Um, what they perceive to be what other people have said or done or not done. And the reality is, if pain is our prison, we are the jailers, not anybody else. We didn't control the experience. We didn't control other people, but we control what we do with the pain that we feel. And so if you're in a situation where you're saying, man, I've got this business to run. I've got these these talents to use. I know that God put me on this earth to do some amazing stuff, and I just can't seem to get beyond the pain. It could be physical pain. It could be an illness. It could be emotional pain. Whatever the pain is, let me give you five tips that I use to turn pain into power. So number one, you've got to own your pain. If, if pain is your prison, you're the jailer. And so you've got to own that regardless of the circumstances, this is my pain. I decide how long it stays. I decide how bad it feels. I decide when it goes, when it transforms, it's mine. Number one, you've got to own your pain. Number two, even as you're working to own your pain, because that's not a one and done sort of thing, that's a process. Number two, you've got to choose to love yourself through the process, right? It takes a, a while to say, yeah, this sucks and yeah, this hurts, but I'm owning it. And at the same time, you've got to be able to say, I love myself still. I love myself still. You have to be able to look yourself in the eye and say, this hurts and you're worthy of love and I love you. So number two, choose to love yourself through it. Number three, and this is a hard one. Even when you're dealing with your own pain, even when you're trying to own it, when you're trying to love yourself through the process of pain, you've got to recognize other people's pain. You know, I used to say years ago, um, hurting people hurt people. It's true every time. It's true when we're hurting. It's true when somebody else is hurting. Hurting people hurt people. And that does not excuse bad behavior. That does not excuse how, that does not change how you feel. But when you understand that other people are in pain too, it changes the way you approach your own pain. It changes the way that you deal with theirs. So number three, recognize other people's pain. Number four, if you want to turn pain into power, you've got to honor and learn the lessons that pain has come to teach you. I think this is one of the biggest steps we 
we we miss. I think when you're in pain, it's hard to sit down and go, okay, what are you here to teach me? And really be open to it. It's hard to do that. And at the same time, I think once we get through the pain, we also don't take the time to sit back and say, okay, what did that teach me? Because we just want to get past it. We just want to move on. We just want to have everything be okay again. And the reality is, is if you skip that step of really sitting with the pain and learning from it and figuring out how it has been your teacher, you're going to go through that kind of pain again in some way, shape or form because you didn't get the lesson. And so if life is this spiritual classroom, one thing you want to do with pain, if you're going to turn it into power is really sit with what has this come to teach me? What has this come to teach me? Why is this situation, this place, this, why is this my teacher and my lesson? And am I willing to learn this time? So honor and learn the lessons that pain has come to teach you. And fifth, how do you turn pain into power? Forget about using pain to keep you stuck. Use pain as the catalyst that moves you forward. You know, pain can be uh, a prison or pain can turn into a possibility. And we choose every time. We choose what that is. So forget about pain as, you know, I feel this way. It hurts so bad. I'm stuck here. And say to yourself, I feel this way. It hurts so bad. And I can rise from here. I can rise from here, maybe a little bit at a time, maybe much slower than I want. Um, maybe it takes way longer than I expected, but I don't have to stay here is the thing. I can move forward. I can rise with the pain. I can take the next step afraid. I can do the things that I am meant to do, even if the pain lingers for longer than I'd like it to. So when you remember all of these things, when you own your pain, when you choose to love yourself through it, when you recognize other people's pain, when you honor and learn the lessons that pain has come to teach you, and when you forget about using pain to keep you stuck and instead use pain as the catalyst that moves you forward, it doesn't mean you skip the pain. It doesn't mean like the caterpillar, you don't have to go in the cocoon and completely die to yourself. It just means you experience the whole process differently. And because you experience it differently, your wholeness remains intact. That's how you turn pain into power. And I did this episode because, you know, very often the things that I teach are the things that I need to learn. And very often the things that I teach are the things that I feel called to teach. And if you're listening to this as a first episode and you're like, man, I thought she runs the show is about, you know, women entrepreneurs. It is. But I think as women entrepreneurs, one of the things we do is we hide our pain. I think one of the things we do is we, we divert the feeling of pain and the experience of pain by focusing on our businesses and by, you know, rise and grind, hustle, make it happen. And that's a powerful way to cope. It is not a powerful way to transform. And so if you're a woman entrepreneur and you're dealing with pain, deal with it, be with it, work through it and choose what it becomes next. Don't sidestep it by, you know, creating new product or launching a new business or, you know, making more money. All of that is fantastic, but it doesn't make you whole. And that is my message on She Runs the Show today, because this is a podcast that is dedicated to helping women entrepreneurs have both businesses that thrive and relationships that rock. And you know what? Doing both of those things and achieving both of those things at the same time sometimes involves pain. But pain has a purpose. 
Moving through pain is a process, and turning pain into power is a conscious decision that each and every one of us can make. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I love all of you who follow on SoundCloud, who've subscribed on iTunes. There will be more. As I said in an earlier episode, we are going to a seven-day-a-week podcast. I'm so excited to bring you some amazing guests in 2018. And of course, Not Built to be Broken will be out on Amazon next week. So just go to overcomingfearbooks.com and look for it next week. I will see you guys on the next episode of She Runs the Show. Thank you.